In this episode of 92i Talks, the dream team of IFC's Documentary Now series, Seth Meyers, Fred Armisen, and Bill Hader, discuss their new season with The Hollywood Reporter's Janice Min. The conversation was recorded on September 13, 2016, in front of a live audience at New York's 92nd Street Y. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming. You guys get a good intermission? Um, Thank you, everyone, for coming tonight. Uh, This is so much fun to do this because I have to watch a lot of television for my job, and I was telling Seth backstage, I could not have enjoyed watching this show more. It is so funny, like, tears running down my face. So I hope that um, for those of you who haven't watched, you go back and watch um, season one. And then I watched uh, The Bunker tonight, and I also watched, there's another one called... Juan loves rice and chicken, which is, I mean, it is, like, unbelievable. And so one of the things that, um, one of the things I immediately thought when I watched the show is, um, who came up with this idea of doing this series? How did this whole thing come about? I think all three of us did. Yeah. Yeah. It came from, originally started this sketch, the last year Bill and Fred were on the show, we did this sketch called History of Punk, where Fred played a punk rocker named Ian Rubbish, who was the only punk rocker who liked Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> and then... Bill was the bass player in the band. Bill was the bass yeah. player, and Fred went out and wrote, like, four really specific songs to the era. And then our two incredible directors, who are the backbone of the show, who aren't here tonight, uh, Reese Thomas and Alex Bono... They're alive, though. They're alive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they went out and shot hyper-specific stuff that looked like TV interviews from that era... And the next week, the next Monday, Bill came in and said, this would be a, I would love to do a show like this where each week we sort of spent time with a documentary and tried to tell a story and, and had some emotion as opposed to a sketch. Yeah, and that's how it started. So it's a pretty arch concept. Um, and, you know, Hollywood likes very simple concepts. <laughs> yeah. So I just... <laughs> yeah, that's true. So explain the pitch. How did this pitch meeting go down? Oh, it was... Oh, boy. No, it was great. It uh, went fine. It was fine. They were... We, held, we were sort of on the lot in that Fred already had this relationship with IFC with Portlandia, which I'd also like to point out is not the most Hollywood pitch. Right. I want to do a sketch show specific to a city. Yeah. All of them are going to be about Portland. <laughs> and then they just started throwing money at you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of money. Lot but I think it would have been a harder sell if Fred hadn't already proven that he had the vision to sort of see these things out. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things when you watch a lot of these shows is the sort of commitment to the bit in each one, and that that the sort of the ability to um, I mean mimic isn't even the right word, but to embody the spirit of the different documentaries that you are, I guess, paying tribute to is pretty extraordinary. Um, and so I, I'm just going to talk about some of the ones that you have. Um, Mocked, mimic. Mocked is not even the right word. Hate homage. Hate homage. Hate homage. Saluted. Saluted. Yeah, we want. Um, Saluted. That's That's how we ended. That's a wrap. That's how we ended. Yeah. Yeah. That's for you, War Room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, thanks. So you you've done Thin Blue Line, Swimming to Cambodia. Um, The um, uh, Juan likes rice and chicken. Is um, Jiro is a Hero dreams of sushi. Jiro dreams of sushi, Um, and. So who, who, how do you come up with what you're going to do? Who thinks of these and how do you pick? We just, you know, all get in a room and we go through many different kinds and then we start to sort of figure out which ones are going to make most sense to actually shoot. Uh, what will have comedy in it? What are you laughing? Nothing. 
There is that thing. I'm just laughing. What? what? You're just funny. I love you. You're my friend and you're making me laugh. (laughs) There is that thing when you know Fred that you you keep waiting to see if he's doing it. You're waiting for the bit. It's so good. You realize halfway through the answer that it's the truth? Yeah, so I started preemptively (laughs) laughing because I'm waiting for him to be like, you know, you're underwater and... Yeah, or whatever it is. <laughs> and he was just being sweet. And I'm like, you're going to tell me you're sick one day. And I'll be like, right. <laughs> oh, which, by the way, I have a huge announcement. Uh, this is so sucky. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. We all, another thing I'd say is we try to pick different styles. Yeah. So one of the things with this season was trying to find things that are different from ones we did last season. Yeah. And finding documentaries that have... I mean, the best ones are ones that have two great parts for these two guys to play. Yeah. So how do you decide who plays what in, in the bunker? Like, who, what's the discussion about who's Carvel? Because I played Carvel in SNL, but Fred wanted to play him. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, no, I played, yeah, so I, that one was pretty simple. I mean, usually it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you look at the war room and go, oh, well, Bill played Carvel and he could do Stephanopoulos. Um, last season we did um, one about Grey Gardens that Seth wrote. And, uh, uh, and that one was, you know, Seth cast us. It was like being back at SNL, you know. It was just kind of, yeah. he just casted us. So. But one of the things I noticed in watching the show um, is that, you know, whereas the characters you might play on SNL are over the top and deliberately... Yeah. Like over the top. Like you guys really play roles, um, and in the Grey Gardens one, like you owned that role as well, I can't remember her name, but like, oh yeah, yes, that was you know yeah yeah that was yeah she was, and she has like a little breakdown there right yeah <laughs> it's it's the first thing we shot I think yeah too. that was our very first day of shooting of the show was me doing the flag dance <laughs> and the look on the crew's face of like what the fuck. <laughs> What show did we disagree? <laughs> what are we working on? And, and doing that flag dance and, that, and cut and everybody going, great, okay, that was good. And they're like, what? And um, there's a raccoon and everything. Yeah. yeah it's so crazy. But when you were doing that, I, I knew we were in good shape. Yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> he was just so perfectly committed to it. So how, how much of that was scripted and how much of that is just improv? Fully scripted. Yeah, everything is scripted by Seth Meyers. That's a real testament to Seth's writing. We did not change a single word in that. In wow. Great I, uh, that's not entirely true, because one thing was we were walking in the house just doing a walkthrough, and there's that, the scene where Bill falls through the floor. <laughs> Bill, we were just walking in, and Bill said, oh, you know, I do this thing where I can make it look like I fell through the floor. And I said, oh, that'd be great. I'll write it in. And it was, that was another thing where the crew was like, what the fuck? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. then they had to figure out how to shoot a guy falling through the floor and landing on a I was like, no, table. no, no, it's really simple. It's simple, yeah. And Reese, our director, was saying, well, how are you going to do that? And I was like, oh, I'll just open up Final Draft and I'll just put it in. Like, no, no, shoot it. <laughs> yeah. You just, it's easy. And then you just put remark revisions. All I'm doing and- is I'm walking and I just drop to my knees. And then I drop to my knees, a guy shoots a bunch of dust up in the air. And as the camera turns, they cut. And then they, it's a different shot running down the stairs, and then we're... But it's I was Anybody can do that. You, you saying that that was when you knew it was okay, I wasn't on set for that, and so the first thing uh, Reese and Alex sent me was that falling through scene, and I just remember watching that and saying, oh, this show's going to be so much fun to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how, which of the three of you, who is good at what? How do you sort of 
uh, divide and conquer in putting this show together since you all have <coughs> things. <laughs> uh, Mr. Hater. Nah. Is the most, uh, <laughs> That's right. What I'm good at. <laughs> what I'm good at. <laughs> no, okay. Um, I will say, Fred, we've had, uh, we have a musical episode this year uh, about a band. We had one about a band last year with the Blue Jean Committee. And those Fred are, wrote all those songs. He wrote an album worth of songs. Yeah. And tonight, this band, Test Pattern, which is based on Stop Making Sense and Talking Heads, they played it late night. And so they did a song, and it was great. It was so, it's yeah. so catchy. And they're not comedy songs. They're just really good songs. And yeah. Do we have Talking Heads fans out there? Come on. <laughs> So it's in that style. Yeah. And Bill, I will say, is sort of our resident cinephile in that it's impossible to find a movie that Bill hasn't seen. Not just seen, but already has developed an opinion on. So when we're, in a good way, he already has a take on it. So especially when we're coming up with movies, Bill's incredibly helpful with finding those. And then, and just like SNL, then we all go off on our own. Like Bill will write some and Fred will write some and I'll do some. And then people like John Mulaney, who also helps out on the show, he'll go write some. Yeah, John wrote the, um, John and I wrote the Thin Blue Line parody last year. And then John and I wrote two episodes this season. And um, no, it's, it's, and then getting together and just reading them out loud is so much fun. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, it's just like SNL. You're doing it, and then midway through the season, both seasons, one episode was too expensive or it didn't work. And so um, the eye doesn't lie, the Thin Blue Line one, Seth and John, and we, like, worked, we worked on that, like, over the weekend. Like, basically Friday, we went, okay, uh, we're going to do Thin Blue Line. And everybody went, cool. And then they just turned to the crew and was like, go watch Thin Blue Line. That's what we're doing on Monday. And then we wrote it. <laughs> and then wow. Monday showed up and started shooting it. So, and that yeah. is where I think we, again, we come from an SNL background where you can write something yeah. very quickly. And we were very lucky that we ended up with a crew that was so that agile and could yeah. roll with the punch. The craziest story is on uh, The Eye Doesn't Lie, which is the Thin Blue Line parody, they, the directors hired a courtroom reporter to try to mimic the style. Right? The artist. Yeah. The artist, the courtroom artist. And it turned out that it was that artist had also done the Thin Blue Line. They'd actually done the case in Thin Blue Line <laughs> wow. and said it in the middle of production. It was like, oh, you know, I did that. Wow. It was like, what do you mean you did what? And he's like, I was there. I did the... the, the that's, I don't know if this is how they talk. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly made them as some dumb hit. Like, I'm going to pick you, sorry. Bill has a great disdain for art. so I don't like artists. <laughs> People who paint down here. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh. <laughs> so sorry we're derailing you. That's all right. Um, so I, I wanted to spend a second talking about the, the Eagles documentary yes. you did, which I thought was genius. Um, so so Thank for those you. of you who haven't seen it, it's called Gentle. Wait, tell me the gen- Gentle and Soft. Gentle and Soft. The, the Blue Jeans. The Blue Jean Committee. Bill also had my, one of my favorite observations about the Eagles documentaries when they start uh, using each other's bad name, last names. Oh, yeah, yeah. When Don Henley, it, when he's on good terms with people, he's like, well, Don, which means Don Felder, David, which means David Geffen. But uh, when he's suing them, they become Mr. Geffen and Mr. Felder. It's like, well, Mr. Felder and Mr. Geffen didn't find fit to fly. They're like, this guy, Wow. 
<laughs> I'm just imagining those guys at home watching, like, dude, yeah. <laughs> that was so long ago. Yeah. Relax. Well, Mr. Geffen did not. So, so you wrote all the songs for that. Yeah. yeah. With uh, John Spurney. With yeah, his kind here. Of, yeah. John Spurney. Yeah, John made it. There he John is. Spurney. John Spurney. He's in a uh, test pack. And he's just good at putting it all together and making it make sense. And, and it's also instrument-wise, with you know, it, we have to get, want it to be accurate. So instruments are a thing of you know the '70s, making sure that those are the right amps, keyboards, guitars. There's so many little details that we wanted to get right. So that was one that had. I interrupted you, Seth. I'm sorry. No, you didn't. Jesus, here we go again. <laughs> I'll see you in the car, buddy. Oh, bro. <laughs> okay, so you, you also got Cameron Crowe. He, and, yeah. The nicest guy in the world. And Chuck Klosterman. Yeah. And Haim. Yeah. Haim, fantastic. But, like, so... Uh, Daryl Hall. Daryl Hall. Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, yeah. So the fascinating thing to me was you Michael got McDonald's. the... Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. I didn't catch him. He's, he's not, he doesn't do, like, the interviews. He gives the award out at the end. Oh, at the Rock and Roll Hall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was... Remember he did the band names, remember? Yeah. We had this bit that they had to cut where we talk about the Chicago scene and we list off, I think, like 100 band names. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we made Michael McDonald do it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's footage somewhere of being like, they came the from the Chicago fruities. scene, the, uh, the bands of the time, the Tutti Fruities, the yeah. Seven Greasy Grinders, <laughs> the... Uh, and it just goes on forever. <laughs> and he did it. He was a really good sport. And then we cut it. <laughs> And I said, them's the brakes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so how do you, you know, that, how did you get everyone involved in that? That was Wait. pretty, that's, that wasn't too, I think it's like they just, yeah. Yeah. People we just, like, people. call, we just go to our producers and go, get Daryl Hall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where. I like Daryl Hall. I like Daryl Hall. Put him in there and just. <laughs> <laughs> say something. Tell Cameron Crowe. Wait. Tell Cameron Crowe we want to go to his house. <laughs> and behind him, um, ra- records. He likes and we records. want to go into his record room. I heard he has a record room. I want to go in the record room. Film it, film it. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Record shoot it. it, shoot it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Just make it happen. <laughs> Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> Book it. Uh, did I stutter? Iceland. Yes, Iceland. Get out a map. I'll show you where it is. It's Iceland. My friends went there before college. They went backpacking. Um, some of it, though, like... <laughs> the amount of detail in that one in particular, but all of them that you pay to, you know, making these seem authentic, like the album cover, the old, old concert footage... Um, old photo shoots. Like, yeah. can you explain a little bit of how that production happens? Well, I think there's one coming up this year that's based on Kid Stays in the Picture, mm-hmm. which, if you've seen that documentary, is all still photos. Yeah. And so you two had to do... I mean, basically... They shot something like well over, like, 3,000 photos for this. And so we had to keep getting changed. Yeah. it's different eras. So we would do this, and we would get changed, come back... Get back, you know, thing. Yeah, like what? Why? And every day <laughs> I would start 1950s, and then it would end in the present day, and I would have old makeup on and do then everything. wigs, and then and wigs. A picture of us having a drink, and that's it. And they go, and I'm like, that's it. And you rented out this whole ballroom just for that. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, baby, because we got that mounting. That IFC money. IFC money. 
Something different. Something different. <laughs> Comedy, bang, bang. It's all in cash. It's, it's cash. all cash. It's uh-huh. the only cash show on TV. And they, only literally, they literally throw it at you. Yeah. They go to me and they go, here's your money. Yeah. And you go, all right, all right, yeah. cool. Thank you. Cash time. Crew. Cash time. <laughs> Crew, cash time. <laughs> Crew, get down here. All right, cash time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and they're like, all right, thank you. <laughs> Um, so while, while most of these seem to be homages, as we are calling them, um, the, the one that struck me as not necessarily being that was, um, uh, drones, the, yeah. the hunt for yeah. El Chignon, Chingon, Chingon, Chingon. Mm-hmm. so, uh, like, is that, and so this is the one that's a parody of Vice, and, um, and they they keep sending journalists down to find, um, El Ch- the, uh, this El Chapo style figure and they all keep getting killed and it's very, very funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, it, it's so great. Watching that, I was so impressed because each Bill and Fred play three different specific dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, that's the level they're at is I'm going to be this kind of dickhead, I'm going to get killed, I'm going to come back as this kind of yeah, dickhead. Yeah, different people. Yeah. And then the thing, too, that my favorite thing was doing the VO, because those Vice guys all talk. You could tell they were reading stuff, and it's like, that's when we went down to North Korea. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> then we went down to Texas. It was wild. So when you do one like that, do you, do you hear from anybody at Vice? Oh, yeah. Okay. Vice we're, was we're, really positive about it. They were it. great that about was not it. Funny. We did not like that. Uh, no, they were no, great they about it. it. They thought it was pretty uh, good. We're friends with most of them. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I mean, as much as it seems like a, a, a kind of a parody, it's still in its own way a tribute. Absolutely. Yeah. We just wanted something more current because we had the silent movie one and yeah. we wanted it to like... We wanted the kids to yeah. <laughs> tune in. The millennials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> millennials. So, uh, so this, you know, that's one of the things that um, when I was watching, I was wondering, you know, how do you, how do you make this show accessible to people knowing that um, documentaries are the smallest you know, smallest form of entertainment in Hollywood. What? Degree. Product placement? <laughs> Product placement. Product placement. Social. Social. <laughs> Language. Documentaries. <laughs> no. Documentaries, smallest form of... <laughs> entertainment. Check. Pander, name drop. Yeah. A um, little bit of cursing. Put in Coca-Cola. Put in Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, uh... No, I, I know, it is a thing. That's, the, that's a real testament to IFC for us to come in and be like, okay, you know the, the movies that like not a lot of people watch? <laughs> we want to celebrate those. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love them. Thank yeah. you. We... Documentary Dan. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! Bill, there's five coming out this year. There's five coming out this year. You see Wiener? Yeah. <laughs> I'm documentary Dan. <laughs> Lo and behold, new Herzog shit. Straight to iTunes, no. Uh, no, but it is hard, you know, when you talk to them. It is, But they, you know, they're really with us doing it. I will say it's the best, it's probably the best time to do a documentary show. Yeah. I'm not saying it's better than making a superhero movie, but 
right. it is like people there are more documentaries now than yeah. ever before yeah, and they right. live on places sure. like Netflix and even ESPN's doing documentaries and there's yeah. all this stuff that people I feel like have more patience for the idea and of I actually feel like the best movies I've seen have been documented like lately that O.J. Right. Simpson documentary is like one of the best things I've ever seen yeah, yeah. I thought that was unreal what are there are there ones you have crossed off the list that you wouldn't do um, oh. Stuff like the jinx and all that. Yeah, the like, jinx. Or, anything that's too long a story. Yeah. Anything that's Staircase too... we try to think of, but yeah. that didn't really work. Uh, staircase. Mm-hmm. And then things that are kind of like funny. Like Spurlock or Michael Moore. They already have the comedy in it. Yeah. So can and then, you know, there are obviously plenty of documentaries about things that are way too dark. Yeah, you would never... Well, so Ken Burns was in the green room just now, and he's yeah. screening his Holocaust documentary upstairs. Yeah, yeah you would probably wanna... won't have a take no, on that. I don't that. really think right. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, hear me out. <laughs> Just hear me out. <laughs> he was great. He comes down and he's like, you guys. Uh, that's such that's a Ken Burns. That's how Ken Burns. Uh, 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 so, this is uh, eerie. Uh, uh, everything you do. So good. Uh, 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 what's the word? Sweetie, baby, where you go? Why you mad at <laughs> And but uh, let's get political. Which Holocaust? Oh, let's talk. Oh, no, let's no, talk, no. man. Come on. No, let's no, talk, man. No, Which one? No, not today. The American Fred. one? No, no. Uh, We're on 92nd Street, Fred. 92nd Street. Not Big, man. Place. Use Upper your head, West. man. Upper West Side, Upper Fred. West let's side, go. Fred. Log on to Armiston.com, <laughs> man. Log on to Armiston.com. Uh, Truthfred.org. Truthfred.org. <laughs> Fred Armisen was shot outside <laughs> by Bill Hader. Funny man. <laughs> Funny man, Fred Armisen is dead. He was shot outside the night. He said, Fred Armisen's had his last laugh. <laughs> because he laughed all the way to the grave. <laughs> he does all these in a row. <laughs> just music. use whichever one you want. Yeah, like, just pick one. No, we gotta go. These are all these are all great. <laughs> these are all funny. Um, <laughs> I laughed all the way to the <laughs> So that's brilliant. <laughs> Helen Mirren, how did that you have an Oscar winner as the best. Your, so, I, I cannot believe we have Helen Mirren doing the show. <laughs> I mean the, She's so cool about it. And she had hosted SNL, so we got to meet her there. And I was um, walking down a hallway at an event with her, and she said, oh, I, do you, if you see Fred, tell him how much I like Portlandia. And I said, oh, we actually have a new show. We, can we ask you to do something on it? She said, sure. And oh she, was doing, she was on Broadway, so she used her one Monday off in season one to come. We're like, her. you have no jokes. No jokes. No jokes. We told her you have, the, this have only works straight. if you do it the way you would actually do a show that was real. And she immediately got it, and... Wow. Committed, yeah, she was awesome. Perfect. Because Perfect. the worst thing that happens at SNL when you have a part like that is usually when you tell it to host, they want to have they jokes. Wanna, yeah. And they say, oh, I didn't really come here to play it straight. I wanted jokes. But she got it. You're so watching great. documentary now. <laughs> <laughs> 
When I watch it still, it's great to see her. I'm like, oh my God, Helen Every Mirren. time she's like, hello, I'm Helen Mirren. I just start laughing. I'm yeah. like, how the hell did she agree to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and then we just thought, oh, she won't do season two immediately. Yep, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we had to pay her a lot more. <laughs> I'll have raisinets, please. <laughs> Raisinette. <laughs> That's right, spread the word. I'll have a raisinette. Um, so speaking of awards and Helen Mirren's Oscar, you are nominated for an Emmy. Yep. For the yep. show. That's right. And, and Portlandia is also competing against documentary. That's right. Boo. Boo. <laughs> um, I think, I think we'll get, get it. And you can quote me. I guarantee it. You're jinxing <laughs> don't do it. This. You're jinxing I, it. I guarantee it, God. I no, know no, it. Don't, talk to God. don't do this. You're, you're Fuck you, God. <laughs> no. Fuck you, man. I'm going to get it. I dare you, man. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Funny man, Fred Armisen, struck by struck lightning. Struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. God appeared today at 92nd Street Y. Fred Armisen's a hit by lightning. Right, right, right. <laughs> he was waiting outside the 92nd Street Y for one Fred Armisen. No, uh, we do know we, with me. we do know all of the Emmy people and they're friends of ours. We're just like No, we don't. Yeah, no, 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 we don't. So we're just we call like, the Emmy people. Yeah, we're just like, hey man, you know, we've worked really hard, you know. So we like it, we'd really like they're it. Like, all right, all right, I'll see what I can do for you. <laughs> Was it called documentary? Now? Documentary yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations in advance. <laughs> what size? Tons of rings. Yeah, what size? Let me see. Can you hold something like this? Yeah, that's too heavy. Yeah, you can hold it. All right. You're a big I love this kid. I love this kid. Um, the Emmy people. But for people who live here, they don't necessarily appreciate how insane people are about winning awards in Hollywood. So can you just give them some color of the significance of this? I don't, I, I, I think don't. for us the significance was, I know this sounds cliche, but the show's so small, for us getting nominated really was great. I don't think we have an expectation that we're going to win this Emmy. Yeah. And which is the best way to go into it. <laughs> yeah. For it's real. It's true. It's true. I, it's, there, it's I've a, been at Emmys before where I thought well, I was going to win and I didn't. Yeah. And that's way worse than this. It's awful when they have a camera on you too and you're like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it is really... <laughs> That's fine. Just cutting to it. Yeah. Well, I will say, that we have an episode that's entirely about this because the Robert Evans documentary is called Mr. Runner-Up, and basically Bill plays a producer whose entire career is dead set on winning an Oscar. That's what yeah. he wants. So more he's than he's trying to make uh, like an Oscar movie that people will go see. He sort of makes Oscar bait two years too late. Yeah. <laughs> Like, French Connection, too scary for you? How about the heavily focused group, The Plan to Sell Dope? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're going to cut that. <laughs> um, and how... Trying to cut the... Uh, <laughs> plan to Sell the Dope did not play in 90 seconds. Um, and do you have acceptance speeches? Do you... Oh, like... my gosh. No. <clears throat> Definitely not. No. I think... If she was I cool, do. Helen Mirren would do it. 
And she oh, yeah. would just be super dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think, you, no, we would have Reese and Alex, our directors. I think they should get, they, they deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. Being very sincere, they deserve a lot of credit for the show. So I would send those guys up. But you, you said you have an acceptance speech? No, the timing is all wrong. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't go back. I can't hey, go back. Sorry, going on? Look, that, that's one thing you learn about. Oh, no. Com shut up. Com <laughs> comedy. <laughs> The laugh, the laugh, it's really, the laugh is almost like a softball a, that's being unraveled, and you've got to sew it together. Hear me out, hear me out. The laugh is I, not a finite thing. You're already, right? when you're using a sports analogy, I'm already very weird. I know, Fred, using a sports analogy, he'd be like, knowing the softball, you kick. <laughs> um, Picasso said something interesting. Oh, shut up. Everybody settle in. Oh, shut up. They love it. What was Picasso the quote? Said, I haven't heard the Why'd you give it to her? Why'd you give her your quote? He's like, you know the quote. He has a... <laughs> Picasso is a... <laughs> This stinks. Um, so, I, I want to go Not back... Not this. No, I'm saying that Picasso thing. We like this. We like this. This is awesome. Um, so, I want to go back to the bunker a second. So, uh, have Stephanopoulos and James Carville seen it? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna love this. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is good. Uh, everybody yeah. stand up. Okay, everybody stand up. Go to the back of the room. Go to the back of the room. Now, come back. Come back. No, uh, no I don't think they've seen it. <laughs> Carville saw it, right? Yeah, he did promos for it. Yeah. yeah. I he did, saw, oh, yeah, he did a funny promo for it. So, yeah, he saw it. I saw Stephanopoulos late last year and told him we were doing it. And he had a real nice, like, oh, what's the take? <laughs> like, there wasn't yeah, like, you're like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> but I, I, would, I would think that there's nothing in there that they wouldn't really enjoy. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just called Carville a suspected arsonist. Be yeah. Yeah. And again, we talked about this on, uh, Bill was a guest on my show tonight, we talked about it, but it's, this is such a nicer Carville than the Carville we used to do on Update. Oh, yeah. Because you, that was a real cartoon character. Yeah, he was raised by eels. <laughs> Yeah, he was raised by eels. <laughs> I was like, oh man, if you, yeah, he's like, I want to say something to my mother real quick at home. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I would do that, you'd always go, oh gosh, I hope they're not mad. And but he has a great sense of humor. He has a great sense of humor. And he's always spoken very highly of it. Yeah. So I think you've been asked this question all day. Um, these guys have been doing press for the show, uh, a lot of interviews today. But is it, you know, is it a coincidence that you made that the debut no. show of the season? We knew it was, uh, we thought it would dovetail nice with an election year. But I will say when we decided, we didn't quite know it would be this election year. Right. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Right. Uh, yeah, we were like, good on us. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't the intent. No. Yeah. Right. No. Um, so, because making art has no intention. Fuck. Shut up! <laughs> it's, it's five minutes. Five minutes? That's it's it. like an eternity. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we could talk after the show. I, I, I have a really great take on it. That's I want it. you out on the street, man. Everybody, over here, over here. <laughs> this is what Bill didn't want you guys to hear. So, if there were, I'm, I'm curious if you've thought about this. If there were a documentary to be done about this election season right now, is have you thought about who, like? What would, what would the approach be? Who is, who is... I don't think that you could ever have something as good as this documentary because now... Every... Everything is a documentary. Yeah. yeah everything. There's cameras everywhere. It's yeah. so great to see. And there's 
tiny little room. I mean, yeah. when you watch the actual war room, you can't believe how low rent all of it is. And the g people that basically get Bill Clinton elected, it's, there's no glamour or glitz to any of it. And I, the, everybody's guards down, and I just don't think you can make that kind of documentary again. Although, you know, Wiener is a documentary where you can't believe that guy let his guard down. I know. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm talking about. That whole about. movie, you're like, it's why like, movie about are me? You yeah, sure. What could go wrong? <laughs> I just have a thing I have a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> How long will this take? A day? A day? More than a day. Whoa. Uh -oh. <laughs> you guys going to be here tomorrow? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> um, so, will you? Is there part of you that wishes you were in SNL this season to deal with the, to deal with, to, you know? You yeah. know I have an Obama answer to that. Oh no! Don't do it. I know one club downtown. <laughs> you wait. Are you going back to do Stefan this year? Oh, oh, hell yes! Why? Oh, wow. Absolutely. So, you got asked. I got, uh, I want, we had a discussion. I, how did I not know about this? You can come and just come and hang out. What? Please come and come and watch. What? But I, I'm, not, I'm super psyched not to be there for an election. Yeah. Season. Right. Yeah. So, but I want to ask you, Seth, um, you know, I, there's been a lot said um, this season about how you may have actually been somewhat responsible for Donald Trump running for president. Yeah. And uh, you gave a incredibly brilliant, vicious um, uh, speech when you were the host of the White House Correspondents Dinner in 2011. And um, that this was during the midst of Trump's birther movement stuff yeah. and about Barack Obama. And uh, Donald Trump was sitting in the room. You basically destroyed him in the room. Uh, and he got up and... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> and he got up and left in a fury. And... I'm going to run for president. Right. And, and well... You are going to fucking be leaking my boots. And, and that is what many people believe happened. It, it solidified his, his need yeah. to come back. I thought oh, at the end of that night that I'd done a good job. In <laughs> Thank you. That was great. Thanks, Captain Dickhead. Thank you. No, great. Thank you. I thought... <laughs> oh, that was a good job of zinging that guy, and then it seems like I gave Bane his origin story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, the Joker, you pushed him into the vat, and then he came out. It will be. It will be the, I mean, to his credit, if he oh. wins, it's the greatest fuck you to anybody. <laughs> If he if he went, he said, "Hey, man, oh, how's, what are you doing now?" Yeah, that was fun five years ago. I'm president now. <laughs> oh gosh, don't even joke about it. It's making my sick. I'm getting sick. I'm seriously getting sick. <laughs> so, uh, so you, you also... the president of the United States. <laughs> oh God. Ghost of George Washington. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So you've done. You've also stayed on him on your show, um, yeah. on late night. And so uh, this is one of the things I wonder about. Do you work for a big broad broadcast network? Did do you ever get? Does anyone ever? No, you? nothing. I no for real. The network's been really great, and they, I have always pushed me to embrace having a point of view. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I can really say that they've been really supportive. I mean, that we'll see what happens uh, if there's a different president. They might withdraw pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, would, if Donald Trump called you to come on, would you have him on? 
Yeah, I think it would be interesting television. <laughs> we had sort of tongue-in-cheek banned him from the show after he banned the Washington Post and other people. Mm -hmm. But that was always... <laughs> there wasn't bravery to that ban because of what he had no interest in coming on the show. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I, he's not going to, so it's sort of a pointless question. But uh, it's not a pointless question. <laughs> it's a pointless answer. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Back to the show! Apologies. That's Seth Meyers right there. <laughs> he made Donald Trump. <laughs> now, are you going to run for president? <laughs> That's uh, right. <laughs> um, so I wanted to leave some time to, for questions from the audience, but I wanted to just ask you one thing that I thought... I just say, oh, no. <laughs> one, one question I thought you might have interesting comments on. So um, when you were at Howard Stern this morning, Fred, you were talking about... Howard brought up the... Or maybe Robin did. Brought up when you played David Patterson. Yeah. Uh, on, on, <laughs> on SNL. And let's see. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. And let's see, you, you, I think you told Howard Stern, you, when AM New York, yeah. the subway newspaper, yes. had you on the cover with playing David Patterson with the cover line, Too Far, yeah. um, you got 50 copies, because um, you were... Oh, no, Seth. I have 50 oh, comics. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Okay. And we uh, were up. moving, and my wife said to me, do we need all 50 copies <laughs> of Fred as David Patterson? I said, we do, because these are collector's items. But, <laughs> but I'm curious how you feel, you know... Um, a lot of comics have talked about political correctness lately, um, which can be code for lots of different things. But, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, for example, said he won't, he won't go to campuses anymore because the climate of political correctness makes it hard to do comedy. Um, obviously, there's a really, you know, persistent conversation about women that goes on in comedy right now. So uh, what are your thoughts about this? Is it, you know, is... is oh, I don't think David Patterson's a woman. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I think he's yeah. very much a guy. It had nothing yeah. to do with femininity or masculinity. He's a person. He's a, you know, I'm a male, he's a male. It doesn't, it was, there was Why not a comment on, on anything. I don't know if he had an assistant or a secretary or, an, you know, a flight attendant. Or, it, it's nothing to do with that. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's the governor. Not the governess. Again, boom. <laughs> a different kind. A different, different kind. kind of, different kind. Of, yeah, that's different a little kind. more like you know. It's a little more like. <laughs> <laughs> but does it ever factor into your thinking when you do when you? You just do trust anything? your own taste. Yeah, and sometimes you try I never, it out on I, people. I never want to be mean about anybody. Are, yeah. I you know every I mean I tried to make that a lovable character. He's a likable guy. You know. He liked it. He, he showed liked up. It. He liked the show. He showed up and did it. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> you don't seem convinced. No, I, I am very convinced. I, I'm, no. We're going to go to questions. Okay, okay. First question. Bill, okay. you're Seth. a cutie pie. <laughs> so you made Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, Fred and Bill. You're Sorry, both. buddy. <laughs> you're both very good at keeping a straight face during your okay. schedule. What? person has never seen me before <laughs> in their life. We when, spent the last two years on the show just totally laughing. falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> falling apart. Yeah. Well, which one of you is harder to make laugh and break character? Oh, I'm so easy. I break so yeah. easily. It doesn't it's, take much. It's not even like... <laughs> Fred would do... Do you remember what was... Elena. Yeah, the woman who would... 
he'd do the, the typist, and he, Fred would do this, and I was the judge in those sketches. <laughs> Fred, every time the camera was, was, wasn't on me, Fred would just look at me and just go. <laughs> and I would start laughing. It goes both ways. He made me laugh a million times. That doorman sketch, it did not go to air. We but it's it. online, you can find it's it. It's this yeah. doorman yeah. sketch where we're two doormen. Explaining Christmas to little kids. And it immediately bombed. <laughs> it bombs like the audience immediately was like, nope, like the minute it started. And it's their last year on the show, so people, they're beloved. People want to like them, and they still said, nope. nope. No. <laughs> we, we Two were of you, no. We were bombing so bad, and we didn't care that Bobby Moynihan came out, and we went, instead of his character, we were like, hey, Bobby Moynihan, how's it going? Yeah. And Bobby went with it. He was like, oh, hey, guys. Uh, we're like, yeah. who's on the show today? Yeah, who's like, oh, uh, Jamie Foxx. And, uh, and Jamie Foxx was the next person yeah, to come as out. Somebody like, else and then nice. as Bobby left, Fred went, UCB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drunk uncle. So, yeah, I lost it completely on that. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Um, two parts here. Do you have any advice for young comedians? P.S. Bill, I wrote my college essay about you, says Mackenzie. Well, Mackenzie. <laughs> Kenzie, what was... <laughs> Did you... Mackenzie! What was the topic of the essay other than it being about Bill? <laughs> what, what, what was it about? What, what was the you essay say? about? about to blow it. <laughs> it's not going to be that great. Hi! Mackenzie, you're dreaming right now. You're in class, Mackenzie. Wake up, Mackenzie. Wake up. Up, 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 up. Mackenzie! 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 We have a factory to run here, Mackenzie. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. No, so what was your essay? What was the topic? Um, I uh, basically went through a really rough time in middle school. And oh. the only thing that made me laugh was SNL. Oh. Uh, so we took our step on. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Because of you, I want to be a Oh, awesome. Oh, good. Well, Mackenzie, I think you're one of the best <laughs> audience members I've ever met. And so, to answer your question, just get up as much as you can. Get up on stage and just do a lot of stuff like this. <laughs> as much as you can. Whoa! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Mackenzie's gonna get the shit kicked out of her. <laughs> I'll come up, after you're done, come over here. After we're done, I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> that only goes for McKinsey. The rest of you, no. <laughs> were Fred and I in the essay at all? <laughs> Footnote, <laughs> Stefan. I didn't Portland, hear him mention yeah. your show, sir. <laughs> cool, okay, great. Oh, yeah. X. X. 
I broke up with him because he looks like Seth Meyers. <laughs> Thank you, Mackenzie. I'll see. I'll meet you in a second. But can't you sue her? Oh yeah, I'm suing the shit out of Mackenzie. <laughs> you can't use my name in a fucking essay. <laughs> what? It's no. 2016. No, what? man, no. Do you check with my people? No, redacted. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> redacted, man. Cross it out. No, redact my name. Um, okay, who created the intro and designed all of the versions of the Documentary Now logo? That uh, was our uh, editor. A guy Rick. named Micah. Micah Scott. Uh, Scott, whatever, I don't... <laughs> we don't <laughs> talk to the crew. We don't talk Gardner? <laughs> Michael Gardner, I'm joking. Michael Gardner. Michael but... Gardner. And he just was like, oh, we kind of said what we wanted. And he goes, something like this, and that's what you see. It was He's brilliant. Pass. Yeah, amazing. amazing I will... Genuinely say that, because they gave out an Emmy for that, and it would have been last year. It would have been this year, but we, that yeah. deserves, the work he did on that deserves yeah, incredible opening credits. But. He worked on Portlandia originally, and he just really, it's so, so good. But he, it was, he really just did it on his own. Yeah, he just did it, together. it And the great thing is every documentary in the opening credits, we had to get approval from those documentary filmmakers, and it was really nice that people like Michael Moore and uh, whatnot gave us, uh, said, okay, you can use Roger and me in that, which was great. Okay. First serious question answered seriously. <laughs> um, what was your favorite SNL skit? I cannot read this last word, but I guess what was your favorite SNL skit? And I, Let me there's, see it. There's, there's a oh, last... it's a threat. Oh, it's a threat. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, it's got your address. <laughs> oh, that's scary. All right, um, let's all let's all stand okay, up and walk gonna, away. We're going to walk out slowly. slowly. Everybody, we're cool. It's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> SNL and why? Skit, I think it's and, and why? And why? Oh. Do you, okay, the, whoever wrote this, do you mean like that we were a part of, or that we watched growing up? Now you gotta reveal yourself. <laughs> <laughs> reveal yourself. I think it's. I think I don't think it's and why. I think it's turkey. I thought it was turkey too. <laughs> What's your head, favorite what SNL you? skit? Turkey. <laughs> oh, turkey. Hey, turkey. Oh, turkey. <laughs> So turkey over there, like. <laughs> I like unfrozen uh, caveman lawyer. Unfrozen caveman lawyer is my all-time favorite. Yeah. My, well, yeah. For both of you. Easily. I, easily my favorite yeah. SNL sketch ever is unfrozen caveman lawyer with Phil Hartman. It's just perfect. It's a perfect sketch. Yeah. I, when John McLaughlin recently passed away, I thought one of my favorite sketches of all time was the Sinatra group, which was uh, the McLaughlin group, but with Frank Sinatra as the host. Uh, unreal. Yeah. <laughs> It's racist. I got chunks of guys like you on my stool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, next topic, Rita Hayworth or Ava Gardner, who would you rather nail? <laughs> I disqualify myself because I've done them both. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor's there and he's yeah. like, Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> to all, um, who were your, some of your favorite female comedians? Polar. Polar. One of my favorite. Julie Louis Dreyfus. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Catherine O'Hara. Rudolph. Catherine O'Hara, I think, is one of the great. Gilda. Gilda yeah. Radner. Wig. Kristen Wig, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elaine May. Elaine May. Melissa McCarthy. Imogene Coca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Imogene Coca. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Okay. <laughs> can, can you share one or two hysterical moments while shooting? Share? <laughs> Wait, wh- you want us to shoot now? You what? want us to shoot something and share what? <laughs> We're idiots. 
Um, These guys one. did a really, uh, they did a bit for a really long time on set, which was them being Barack Obama talking about his trip to LA. Yes. <laughs> it went okay. on forever. Hear it. Let's hear it. It was. It, it made was him. No sense. It was so. The whole time you see us dressed as the Grey Gardens ladies, <laughs> we're doing this Barack Obama bit. Like they would film us and then say action, and we become the Grey. And then we say cut, and then we would go right back into doing I, Obama. And the crew was so sick of it. The idea was that he was at the base of the Capitol Records building, talking to a ton of people, just talking about his time in I, LA. Today I went to Amoeba Records. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to I went down to Venice Beach. Where in the '60s a band taught us that if we work hard. We can break on through to the other side. <laughs> we did it for, forever. The, the way you're enthusiastic now, you, if we did this no. for another three hours. But what is the one? He's like, I visited the set of two broke girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to a table read. Went to a table read for two broke girls. <laughs> Very inside. Super inside. Baseball yeah. <laughs> is making us laugh so hard. That he would make a speech about that all these people and they're like, yeah, because we're from LA. Be, yeah. We're from LA. Yeah, why are you talking about why this? we know this? Also, why did you go to a table yeah. read? <laughs> no, no. He ran background. He was like, he told the extras where to go and, <laughs> and two broke girls. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? But he did it like a new guy, like, like okay, what do I do? Just so what do you want me to do? So uh <laughs> <laughs> we won't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was oh, like this. They're telling me I have to stagger you. Yeah. So you go, and then you go, and you two are on a date. And you don't talk. <laughs> but you can't talk, because then they have to pay you more. So you have to pretend like you're talking. And then security guys around him and stuff, and he's got a headset on. Like. Um, still funny, Do you man. miss playing Obama? Um, I don't really miss anything. I just, I just... <laughs> You know, I love being at SNL so much. I loved it, every minute of it. But I never think back like, you know, I want, I want to go back in that way. I just loved it, and I always think more about the future. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, excuse me. <laughs> Guess I'm a lesser human. Wait, was because it? I... <laughs> Give a no. shit about stuff. <laughs> but missing is for, the, uh, for emotional people, and I don't have a, emotions like that. Emotion is a weakness. Crying... Because crying shows that you're falling apart. Yep. So it's missing things, it, you yep. cannot go back in time. You cannot. That is for other people, historians. I'm not a historian. <laughs> I, it, is, it is literally dying. It's literally going into death. Into the blackness. It's so easy. That is the worst advice. You Just won't go back to your old house to visit your mom. You make her meet you somewhere else. Absolutely. In my head, I'm I make her reintroduce herself to me. I'm like, tell me who you are. I know, I know who you are, but tell me who you are today. I'm not a little boy, mom. Hildegard? Every day you go through your phone, you delete every photo delete you delete. It's so weird. New day. And he's you take like, everybody out of your phone? Who's this? And who's this? Like, oh, God. What do you want? <laughs> new phone. Who's this? <laughs> I mean, we lose an hour, two hours every day on set because Fred comes and reintroduces himself to everybody. Yes. New day. All right, it is Fred Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I'm learning the language. It is Tuesday. It is Didn't my first day. Didn't care about yesterday. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, and Bill, is there anyone... Any, do you, any character you miss doing from the show? 
Um, I miss doing stuff on that was fun working with Seth, and then uh, I miss uh, there was a character I um, I do I used to do Vincent Price on there that right. I love doing. Was Fred was um, Liberace. Liberace. <laughs> I just love those because it made me feel like old SNL and also old SCTV. It just it felt it made me feel like that. Like to me, that's like what sketch comedy felt and looked like, and it was. It was. So it fun. was just entrances. Bananas. Lines cut to people for one line, just yeah. taking care of everybody. It was yeah. really fun. It just was so much fun. Kristen was so funny. Remember when she played Judy Garland? Oh, go race. She goes, it was one of the first episodes Kristen Wiig worked on in the show, and I was like, oh, you, Judy Garland, do you have a Judy Garland? She's like, yeah. I go, do you have any idea what she would say? And she goes, um, maybe something like, you ever get the feeling like your hands are made out of sand? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, the new girl's really good. <laughs> <laughs> new girl by like five shows. Yeah. Um, so I think we're almost out of time. Um, but I. <laughs> Mackenzie, get ready. <laughs> I'm going to be a major disappointment. Um, like, but... dear diary, never meet your hero. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Going back to the show, is there anything people that you'd like to share? Would you like to? There are literary crickets out there. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, is there you know what documentaries are coming up? Like, what might you consider paying homage to down the road? Have you have you are you for season three? Because season two is happening now. Season three yeah. is is coming. Is I don't know. We're always open to stuff. Yeah, anybody make a documentary? <laughs> Um, I don't know, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so weird. It's kind of like, again, being at SNL where anytime I super pre-planned something, it wouldn't work. And so you had to go in that week and whatever, like, you know, I could alone in my room think of something, but then obviously the three of us get around each other, we get super silly, and then something new comes up and we go, oh, yeah, 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 that, you know, let's do that. It was yeah. that way. Every summer at SNL, I thought, this summer I'm going to come up with three great ideas for the next season. And whatever you came up with in the summer stunk by the time it was September. Yeah. So you just kind of have to wait and do it's it pretty closer to it. Yeah, see what's feeling right and being in the moment and stuff. Okay. Very um, somber, somber <laughs> note. Well, okay. Well, oh, we got to do a, this stupid thing. Can we do it? Yeah. If you need a lift, take lift. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Christmas rates won't go up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lyft it? is now offering, unlike Uber, <laughs> uh, Lyft is uh, offering... you want to uh, make up to $3,500 a week as a driver, <laughs> go to Lyft.com and sign up now. JFK flat rate from Lyft. <laughs> JFK from anywhere in New York. Lyft. Should Lyft. we do... And I'm sorry, we have to do this radio ad. Yeah. Hey, Fred. Hey, Seth. Are you coming over today? Well... The thing is, I want to get there on time and not spend too much money. Hey, guys. What's oh, going on? Bill, you got here fast. I know. I just got a job with Lyft. <laughs> you guys need a ride someplace? Yeah. Hey, if it's a JFK airport, it's a flat rate, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was like straight up improv game. Yeah. 
Okay, so good luck at the Emmys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you. Um, thank you, Seth, Bill, and Fred. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. 92Y Talks is supported by a generous endowment established by Daphne Reconati Kaplan and Thomas S. Kaplan. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and find more great conversations at 92yondemand.org.